This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for 20% off your first purchase. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now, yesterday, Boris Johnson resigned as Prime Minister. He's not gone. He's going to stay until a successor is chosen. And there are a lot of Tory MPs, ministers, who are lining up to succeed what has been a pretty shabby prime ministership and indeed a pretty shabby government, which has done no favours to us in this country with its disregard for agreements it signed with the European Union about the Northern Protocol. He's a dangerous and deceitful man. And one of the most distinguished British journalists, Peter Oburn, has tracked Johnson is a former colleague of his and friend, indeed, when they both worked for The Spectator, which is a very Tory, very right magazine, but a very well-written one. It used to be, anyway. Peter, of course, also worked for the Daily Mail and was the Daily Telegraph's chief political commentator until he resigned from that newspaper in 2015. Peter has blown the whistle on the collaboration, really, between politicians and the media in Britain, particularly the right-wing media, which is, and Peter is criticising from the position of being himself a conservative. His books are marvellous. The Rise of Political Lying, way back in 2005, The Triumph of the Political Class, The Assault on Truth, which was published last year, and his latest book, The Fate of Abraham, has just been published It's a book I'm reading at the moment, and it's about Islamophobia, as it's called, and we are going to review it very shortly. Peter, you're very welcome, and we're very grateful to you for joining us. You've had a website running for a long time now, and the title is borisjohnsonslies.com. You won't have, as somebody said, some American president getting the boot said, you won't have me to kick around anymore. You... We won't have Boris to kick around anymore, maybe, because he's not quite gone. Well, he's still um, squatting, I think is the expression, yes. correct expression, uh, in 
Downing Street um, for a few more weeks. Um, and there is quite a lot of alarm that he's remaining because it's important to put this in terms that he is the most uh, disgraceful, uh, shameful, dishonest uh, prime minister in British history. Yes. Uh, he, uh, who has inflicted enormous damage on our country. Uh, and by uh, and also, I, I think he's caused a lot of problems. I'm fully aware of this in Ireland as well, by his reckless abandonment of international treaties. Yes. Um, so um, it's a... It's a, in my one sense, it's a very good day. We, we've got rid of uh, a malign presence in British public life. Yes, and I want to ask you about the two-month extension, perhaps, while he will remain Prime Minister and will remain in Downing Street and will retain, I assume, the powers a Prime Minister has to have. Is that safe? Is it usual or is it unusual? Um, it's usual. There is a, it's, it's the normal practice. I, I'm not terribly disturbed about it. I mean, it, when Theresa May was um, uh, basically uh, kicked out by her Conservative MPs, she hung around as Prime Minister until the, the Tory MPs um, elected her replacement, a certain Boris Johnson. Yes. Uh, and Tony Blair, after he uh, was effectively forced to resign by Gordon Brown, he hung around for six weeks. I, I think you have a point that Mr. Johnson is much less trustworthy than uh, Mrs. May. Um, and, and there is reason to fear that he will abuse um, his remaining weeks in yes. in office. Um, I mean, I, gosh, who knows what the resignation honours is going to be like. I mean, a yes. collection, imagine, of thieves and liars. Yes. And, It'll be expensive. They'll have to pay for it, I would think. Um but I, 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 and I can see why people find it deeply offensive that he's staying there after his uh, wretched uh, time in office. But on the other hand, I don't think it matters very much, and it is according to precedent. Okay, let me ask you a question that is of great importance to us here and probably to the European Union as well. Is it possible for somebody now to be elected leader of the Tory party if? They're not a Brexiteer and a, and a pretty staunch Brexiteer at that. Yeah, it's very important to state that even though Mr. Johnson's departure is a good thing, the reason why Tory MPs got rid of him was not because of his policies, i.e. confrontation with Europe, the, the dismantling uh, of the arrangements of, uh, around the Northern Ireland Protocol, etc., it's because of his systematic abuse of power, mendacity, yes. and so forth. The policies themselves were quite popular, and they were supported by the two big uh, forces which currently keep this wretched government in power. One is the um, the big newspaper groups, the Murdoch Press Associated, which owns the Mail and the Telegraph, and also the billionaires who funded uh, Mr. Johnson's uh, political operation. And so I don't think there's, think there's any chance that there will be a significant change in policy towards Europe or Ireland. I think, I mean, I hope I'm proved wrong, um, but I don't see it. I think that, the, the, remember that the people who ultimately choose uh, the new next British Prime Minister are 365, pretty right-wing, pretty fruity, uh, yes. uh, many of them bigoted um, 
creatures in the House of Commons, uh, and then about 170,000 Conservative Party members. And um, uh, speaking as an elderly white male, um, I have that in common with them. Elderly white males, um, with uh, many of whom entertain surveys have been done, bizarre conspiracy theories. Yes. Um, uh, and these, uh, most of many of whom have emigrated or migrated from the far right UKIP group. So they are the ones who um, are going to uh, vote on the next Conservative Party leader. Yes, and this brings me to another key question, it seems to me. There's about, I don't know, 12 runners. They range from Liz Truss to Nadhim Zahawi, who (laughs) was promoted to Chancellor by Johnson on Wednesday night. And first thing Thursday morning, went in and told Johnson he thought Johnson should go. But there's people like Tom Tugendhat, who seems a decent guy, Sajid Javid, Penny Mordant, Rishi Sunak, and Ben Wallace, Jeremy Hunt, who tried before. He was the last man standing in the way of Johnson last time out. Michael Gove as well, who was described by Johnson as a snake yesterday. The problem with the, the system... I see is this, that it'll be whittled down to two and those two names will go before the membership of the Tory party, these white bigoted males that you refer to. Is that not the worst possible way because everyone is going to have to play to that audience even though in the hustings they should be discussing something more worthwhile, interesting, and relevant. Yes, I think um, I completely agree with your analysis here that the the, the only congregation these um, candidates for the Tory leadership and therefore the premiership uh, are talking to are these 180,000 white, bigoted, elderly, and largely male people living mainly in the south of England. <laughs> and so... That is, uh, it's no, you know, it's, it's it really is. If you're not a member of that party, uh, it really is. You know, you're not. They're not talking to you. So, the, and remember that they are seeking the support of these venomously right-wing newspaper groups. Yes, uh, who will transfer the message to their readers that the uh, that uh, you know that Truss or Sunak or Wallace or Tugendhat is a jolly good thing. Uh, and then, uh, furthermore, they, there's this constituency of um, de- de- deracinated international capitalists who, um, <laughs> you know, they did who did jolly well out of Johnson yes. in terms of COVID contracts and uh, peerages and all that kind of thing. Um, and that's this. This is the, that is the constituency that is going to decide the future of this country for the immediate, you know, the next two or three years. Uh, and, um, you know, it's not an edifying spectacle. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. In the list of runners and riders that we have to choose from or that the British people ultimately will have to face up to. Is there somebody, I'm interested in Tom Tugendhat, for example. I'm not. Right. <laughs> well, no, I, I, that's why. I, just, I, I, I mean, I, nobody knows who the hell he is, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, and, uh, but he, uh, he, he reminds us that every... You know, look, my, <laughs> no. my grandfather served in World War Two. He was got a DSO. He was at Dunkirk and D-Day. He never talked about the war ever, right? Yes, yes. Ever. Yes. Uh, and he got great honours, and he would never said it was never for me. Two little Tugendzak. <laughs> he puts out a picture of himself in service kit, where he was in the army for five, well, you know, a bit more than five minutes. Uh, on every known occasion when he's not promoting himself by, by kind of putting pictures of his young daughters out there. The right. ambition is too great. Yep. Yes. Uh, and I th he's, he's, he's never served in office. I mean, there is a constituency which thinks he's a good egg. I mean, I, I saw a he made a speech the other day <laughs> calling for the expulsion of every Russian from Britain. I mean, this is, you know, he's just demented stuff. I mean, yeah. I, 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 however... He is the chair of the Foreign yeah. Affairs Select. Yeah, he's usefully yeah. used that as a vehicle to promote his own right. uh, uh, political personality. I'm not impressed. Look, he's got to show he's got, um, uh, A, I'd like a lot less self-promotion from Mr. Chugendat, uh, and B, um, I don't think he's as sort of cuddly as all that. I mean, all these pictures of his, of his young daughter who he's using to... Uh, uh, to promote his political career <laughs> uh, and his military career, well done him. But you know there was a, there was a, used to be a tradition that you didn't boast about. You yes, know your indeed. anyway. Okay, let me run another name past you. Liz Truss is the foreign secretary. Lord help, yeah, yeah. No, she's. I think she's a ludicrous. <laughs> she had a, a picture taken of her in a tank. It was there was an iconic picture of Margaret Thatcher in a tank, which I'm sure you remember. She had the same picture taken a few months ago. She was a Remainer, 
but she's quickly adapted. And that's no, what she has, her most important advisor is a photographer. She has very high, expensive, taxpayer-funded photographers. Right. Uh, when she treats these overseas visits, she goes to these powerful international potentates. And um, with these photographers, you get these sort of toe-curling pictures of uh, Liz Truss. It's like she's going on holiday, basically. You know, it's any <laughs> hugely expensive, you know, p p pictures, you know, frame... Well, as far as policy or substance, it's just sort of pretty pictures of Liz Truss in in Riyadh or in New York or something. Yes, I, I can't take her at all seriously. That doesn't mean other people won't. Or that, and the other thing is, remember that the way you in the essentially what happens is that that some toxic interest group or group of billionaires get they oh yes we can run this one. Yes, he or she will do what we want, and she's classic for that. You know, for, right. for being run in the you know, she doesn't even have a thought in her head. Does it impress you at all, Peter, that she named one of her daughters Liberty? <laughs> well, actually, that's quite a nice idea. I, I meant all in favour of Liberty. Um, okay. I don't thought she is though. She belongs to one of the most authoritarian governments, perfectly happily, in modern British history. <laughs> okay, let's look at the two big beasts who triggered this week's news and did for Johnson, arguably, Rishi Sunak and Sajid Javid. Let's start with Sajid Javid, because he resigned in the very early days of the Johnson regime when Dominic Cummings made a move to subject the Chancellor of the Exchequer to Downing Street's whims, and he walked on principle, and he made his resignation speech the other day. What about Sajid Javid? Yes, I think he's um, a slightly more serious figure than uh, either of the uh, first yes, two. Yes, I didn't uh, make a good start. <laughs> um, by the way, he also, he, he, that was the second time, that the first time that Cummings tried to, uh, to, 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 to uh, torment his special advisors, Sachi Jabin did not stand up for her. That was very noticeable. Yes, he allowed... she was escorted out of Downing Street. Yeah, and if, if there had been anything an about Sachi Jabin at that point, if there had been anything about Sachi right. Jabin, he gotcha. wouldn't have tolerated that. He would have um, blown a fuse. He'd have said, "Who the hell is Dominic Cummings?" Yes. Uh, she, she were, uh, 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 but he didn't. Uh, the second time Cummings tried it on. Um, Sajid Javid resigned, but if he'd blown a fuse the first time, he wouldn't have had to resign. It was, um, it was, it was a great. So I, I'm not. Uh, nevertheless, he gets some credit for being the second, not the first. The first was Dojan, the party chairman. Yes, uh, to resign, um, and I think he's quite competent, which is more than you can say for most of the others. Um, he, you know, he. Um, uh, he, and he's quite smart. Um, he has a problem like like almost every single one of these candidates who were inside the cabinet. He has the problem that he lied. He, or rather, let's yes. say this: he, used, he repeatedly repeated Johnson's lies. Yes, because that's what you had to do if you were to be part of this cabinet. So he he, he, thought he there was a mention of integrity in his resignation letter. That comes very poorly from Sajid Javed because he, uh, if you keep a, I keep a record of the Johnson, of the lies of the Johnson government, as you yes. know. Yes, indeed. and I'm afraid that the name Javed crops up a lot in making false statements, very often 
on behalf of the Prime Minister. For instance, the, the National Audit Office is now investigating the Johnson government claim that uh, about 40 new hospitals being built, complete fabrication. This is a claim which um, was made also by Sajid Javed. Right. Now, let me ask you about Rishi Sunak. His wife was recently revealed to have non-dom status, non-domiciled for tax purposes. They are very wealthy. And Rishi Sunak until recently had a green card, which enables you to work in the United States of America. And he resigned the same day as Javid. Those two resignations, would you accept or agree with, with the idea that they really, that they were the catalyst for what subsequently happened? Oh, sure. Well, the catalyst was the letter by a distinguished civil servant. Yes, uh, Lord McDonald. Simon McDonald yes. uh, exploding Johnson's account of, of uh, yes. his appointment of this MP Pincher uh, to a senior management role in the Conservative Party when there were grave uh, doubts about his behaviour. Now, and McDonald wrote this letter, um, and as a former head of the Foreign Office, it carried great weight, showing that uh, there was that the Johnson had, uh, as ever, been uh, telling the talkies about this. Yes, and uh, that is the that was the catalyst. And then there was about, I think there was about there was quite several hours of silence, and suddenly you got this letter from Javed saying he was concerned about the integrity. Well, it's taken Javed three years to wake up to that. Uh, yeah, you know, he sat, sat in. He'd been a member of the most deceitful and dishonest governments of, of, of yes. in British history without a murmur of dissent. And suddenly, um, uh, it was a bit late in the day, and then we, that was followed by Sunak. Sunak has been... Sunak uh, was was uh, unsteady on parade in an earlier scandal, was it, over Partygate yes. at the start of this year. And then the, the revenge was taken on him by somebody because de- details of his yes. private... Which you were referring to... I mean, uh, and there's obviously a political hatchet job uh, done on him. Um, we don't know who by, but uh, and um, I, I bet on Boris. No, I, I wouldn't necessarily. Really? Okay. But funnily enough, that sort of the dark arts of that kind, he doesn't do it personally. I shouldn't think. Right. Um, and um, but uh, I, I felt rather sorry for Sunak. He's, he, you know, it's not a crime to be rich. No, I'm not afraid. at all. No. Um, and. Um, uh, and you know, I had a green card, so be it. I mean, I, I didn't think, uh, you know, he, he was, nothing was shown that he'd acted dishonestly or corruptly. I don't think that's too much, too, too damaging for him, actually. I, 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 and it's long enough ago for him to have recovered. Would he make a good leader? Um, I, I, I think he's got a chance. I, his understanding of British politics is virtually nil. Yes. Um, uh, and I, Because he does come, and it's not his fault, and I'm not holding it against him, from a very, you know, he, he didn't get Eton, which is a mercy, but he, he went to Winchester, which is the, yes. <laughs> um, it, I mean, I, I, it's a wonderful school, by the way. And yeah. um, it, it's, uh, it's, more, it's much more academic uh, than Eton. And I think it's less... Um, I mean, it's, it's not discredited. I mean, Ethan is deeply discredited by Johnson and Cameron, but not so much. It's more austere school, Winchester. But he's, and, he's, and as you say, he's very rich. The question is, how much is he related to the real world? And another point I'll make about him, he's been Chancellor for the last two years. We are about to enter 
Yes. We already have entered an, uh, an ec- the biggest ec- economic recession for maybe for 70 or 80 years, I yes. think. And he will own that as chancellor and then he will inherit it as prime minister. Um, and he hasn't shown a great sure-footedness. He, um, he did well over furlough during the early years of COVID, but having to deal with what comes next, I, I wonder if he's got the what, the what it takes. Yes. But, I mean, I, I take him seriously as a candidate. Yes. John Benjamin once wrote a wonderful poem about Wickhamists. Is Winchester, are they Wickhamists? Wickhamists, correct, yes. Yeah, he wrote a wonderful poem about Wickhamists. It's a short poem. Wonderful. But anyway, it's the opposite to the old Etonians. Yeah, the, the Wickhamists are always supposed to be rather dirty. Really? Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, dirty. Yeah, uh, uh, Etonians are sort of better dressed. Uh, but yeah. we're just, uh, Wickhamists are cleverer. Yes, well, that was. Uh, but they show it. It's a bit, you know. It's uh, it, uh, you know, you know what they say. What's the difference between um, uh, 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 the dif- difference between a, a, an intellectual and an intelligent man? <laughs> it's the same as the difference between a gentleman and a gent. And so, Ethan <laughs> produces intelligent men. That's what he needs to do. Whereas Wickhamists produce intellectuals, which is very not very British thing to do. You're not very like. I do indeed. No, I. I... <laughs> Betjum was on the side of the Wickhamists. Anyway, let me... <laughs> Very let, funny. Yeah, he is a wonderful, one of my favourites. Oh, Betjum and Glory. Yes. I, oh, is that a bad thing in your book? I think he's wonderful. I know he was the poet, the poet laureate, which usually was... Best poet laureate we've ever had, including Arthur Tennyson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we'll, I hope, get a chance sometime to talk about Betjum. Let me ask you about... Jeremy Hunt probably has no chance. He got to the last two last time out, but the field wasn't as, shall we say, well, numerous as, as this time. I was going to say distinguished. Or the, the, Jeremy Hunt has no chance, really, has he? He's a decent well, guy, isn't he? Look, he, the thing he has going for him is that, A, he has a serious record in government. He was health secretary yes, for six years. Seven or six years, Seven, yeah. and then and, they, and 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 then foreign secretary, and the second thing, and he wasn't bad at either. He he, he you know he, he was clearly in command of his brief, and, and then um, he he he's honest. It's just quite extraordinary nowadays. And furthermore, he wasn't a member of the Johnson cabinet, so he hasn't been implicated yes. in the lies and the banality of this government. Um, and, and that gives him a strength. And what he, his problem is that he's an honest man. Now that is a deep uh, disadvantage in any kind, any nation's yes. politics. Yes, uh, he's slightly cautious and boring. My, my advice to him would be: go for it and blow a blow, be the anti-system. Candidate. Yes, yes. Um, and he say, "Why do we? We don't want these. The, 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 this system of electing leaders through press barons and billionaires." Just doesn't work. We need a return to being a party which is connected to civil society, uh, and then act, and then introduce a conversation about Europe. We can't go on just bashing Europe and uh, and then standing up for the you know uh, then Northern Ireland Protocol and, and just saying, look, we're not get, we're not going to rip up international law. If he did that, he won't appeal to the uh, perhaps perhaps to the, the the kind of headbangers who are going to decide the next Tory 
Yeah, Prime Minister, but I think he might win, might win the next Prime Minister, next leadership election after this one. Right. There are a couple of others I want to ask you about. Michael Gove. Is not going to run. Is not going to run. And I'm going to give you an exclusive prediction. Yes. You're hearing it. Yeah, well, it's Gove a big will withdraw deal doing it. from politics and become the next editor of the Times newspaper. Wow. Yeah, that's very I, interesting. I, you see, you can hold me to that because I'll tell you why. I think his cause is run. Yes. Uh, he won't. He he regarded as too treacherous to succeed Johnson. He couldn't do, and he's too compromised anyway. He's by he is actually by nature a journalist. He was a protege of Rupert Murdoch, and he'll be a marquee signing right. for Murdoch. And he'll come back, go back, and become editor of the Times. I know he'd be quite good at it, actually. Right. Our friend Nadim Zahawi. Yes. Um. Yeah. I. I. Uh, he's very clever. Yes, he was in charge of the vaccination rollout, which was a great success in Britain. Yes, although that's not much to do with him. It's really to do with... Um, um, there was a woman. This brilliant lady, yes. Kate Bingham. Yes, that's right. Uh, who, daughter yes. of the, the famous Lord Chancellor. Yes. Sorry, uh, Chief, Chief, Chief Law Lord. Wonderful man, the late Lord Bingham. Uh, brilliant woman, Kate. She ought to actually have an order of a garter. Uh, I mean, she 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 was given that task, and actually, it was, uh, and I'm sure that um, you know that Zahawi didn't stand in the way of her. That, but I, I give her the credit. On the other yes. hand, I think Zahawi surprised me. There have been very few mis- ministerial uh, successes in this government, um, virtually none. Um, but one of them has been Zahawi. He's clearly capable of doing that job. The, the, there are issues. I, you know, the, the independent newspaper ran a story that the um, the National Crime Agency is interested in him or something like that. Now, uh, yeah, well, I, I, we, <laughs> that needs to be sorted out. I mean, you know, you um, we need to have we need to sort of make sure that all's well on the that front. Okay, a final one I run past you is Penny Mordant. I have never seen her on television. She doesn't do the rounds publicity-wise, I'm not sure actually which ministry she holds at the moment, but she does hold a ministry, and she is a Royal Naval Reservist. <clears throat> not much known about her. She must be a, a, a hopeless outsider, is she? Uh... Not at all. Actually, do you know she's one of the tight, one of the closest, you know, if you were going to the Leopardstown races this afternoon, yes. she'd be um, sort of... Seven to one in a, in a big field, she'd be seven to one second favourite. Okay, um, yeah, and um, I think she's. Uh, uh, I don't understand it personally myself because she's. Uh, you know that wonderful film St. Trinian's. Yes, I do. Yeah, yeah, you know, jo- <laughs> Joyce Grenfell. You know, yes, the, uh, yes, uh, yes, uh, yes. Something over, you know, sort of jolly hockey sticks. Yes, sort of. Um, um, and I'm rather. I. Uh, uh, I had I said when she became a cabinet minister, some friend she of served her, as the international development and defence secretary in Theresa May's government. Yeah, when, that, when she was appointed to that job, I got a message um, from her office which she wanted to meet me, and so I went to see her, and uh, she brought with her some civil servant, and she asked for some advice, uh, and I told I gave her some advice. I, I've never met somebody quite as dim. Really? Um, <laughs> well, I, I have met somebody. I, she. She really didn't understand what I was saying. I, she just didn't grow. I get because yes. I was. It was about international aid, and I'd been on the ground in Pakistan, and I was telling her about 
a waste of hundreds of millions of yes. public money on on the Pakistan education system and how it should, it would be not been focused in the right way. And she really, and I, re- I either she's just profoundly stupid and couldn't understand, or she just simply didn't want to understand. This is what I think probably was it. She met me not because she actually genuinely wanted to meet me and learn what I knew. Yes. But actually, she was trying to flatter me by pretending that she wanted to learn from me because, right? Uh, and I that annoyed. She was. Like, I felt I wasted an awful lot of time. You know, I'd yes. gone to meet her, and she she hadn't taken any. In, she had, I wasn't at all impressed. Whereas a few year, a year or two later, when Rory Stewart got the same job, yes, I went to see Rory, and I told him because there's a. And he immediately understood. He had been on the job for about two weeks, and he completely got what I was saying. Yeah, I mean, he's one and, of the people Johnson chased out of politics. Yeah, he got, got, got rid of. He ought, and he's really, he's really yeah. top class. He, 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 he was a runner last time out and would have made a fine prime minister. Look, he should be, uh, he should be the next Tory leader. He should be the last Tory leader. Yes. And I, I backed him, actually, in 2019, when he was still a Tory yes. MP, and before Johnson got rid of his anybody of any standing or intellect, yes. and but Mordaunt, on the other hand, she's jolly hockey sticks, not the brightest um, thing, um, uh, uh, but uh, she's very popular among Tory MPs. She ori- she originally backed um, Brexit, which cuts for something in this contest. Did you not yes. And um, so it, it interests me that she, as I say, she's effectively second favourite in the 230 at Leopardstown, you know, and um, yep. the, the, quite a lot of the, the faces, as we call them in British race yes, courses. I know, I, I know what faces are. They're people who know something. I'm familiar <laughs> with that jargon because I'm a gambler myself. <laughs> Just a final thought, and I want to remind our listeners again, there is a wonderful book that Peter has just published called The Fate of Abraham, why the West is Wrong About Islam, which is the subtitle of the book. I'm going to read it this week. Just before I let you go, if it was your last £50 and you had to put it on one of these runners, where would it go, Peter? Um, I'll tell you what, I'm afraid to say, got rather a, a gloomy suggestion. There's what somebody out in the rags, you can get about 100 to 1. Yes. Uh, who? On the Attorney General. She's a complete oh, Sir nightmare. Silverman. So, so, uh, so yeah, Braverman. Yes. And I would, I'd have a five, because basically what no. it gets <laughs> to the 180,000, um, you know, diehard uh, yes. white male uh, people, um, it's not going to, it's not, you know, it, it, reason goes out of the window, right? You just, right. If, whoever is the most, Right wing and irrational. Yes, <laughs> and there are two who fit quite nicely into that category. If they get through the vote in the Commons among the Tory MPs, either Pretty Patel or Sawella Braverman. I don't suggest a big bet because I don't think, but they may not get through. It. But what, if they get to the final two and are out there in the country, they'll sweep home. You know, it'll okay. be a cavalry charge. You know, it, it's uh, so I would. Probably just have a, a quiet two pounds each way, or two, two, two euro each way on Braverman and and Patel. Okay, Peter. one of those two may get through. In which case, God help us all. <laughs> okay, Peter, it's a great pleasure always talking to you. Peter Auburn is one of the bravest and most distinguished journalists in Britain, and award-winning as well. 
He now writes for Middle East Eye, and his latest book is called The Fate of Abraham. And he's coming to Ireland to play cricket in three weeks' time. So if you see a very handsome and distinguished Englishman, it's Peter. Thank you very much, Peter, for joining us today. We're very grateful to you. Thanks to all our listeners. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.